0: TV Ate My Dinner is an attempt at demonstrating intellectual civility while discussing popular entertainment. Brought to you by darkcrazy.com.
1: The worst movie ever! And send and
0: sip. In the year 2007 AD, darkcrazy.com launched the last of its 8th dimensional probes. Theorizing that the teachings of popular culture could save the world, Dr. but Gilberto stepped into the TV 8 My Dinner Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound. Trapped in an imaginary non-space called the inner webs. His only guide on this journey was Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appeared in the form of a voice Sean could only sometimes hear. While lost in non-space, they joined with other explorers who were adrift on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lin and the mighty Mandrew. I am Ron, an artificial intelligence from the 8th dimension who has chosen to join their crusade, to combat the growing toxicity and negativity that threatened to corrode the very fabric of the internet. We've been running ever since, striving to point out what once went wrong, in movies and TV, on a never-ending struggle to subtly civilize the information age, in the continuing voyages of a make-believe space coaster that's inexplicably known as... TV ate my dinner.
2: It is weird to think that, like, just how much of the first ones are accidents, too, with that. Just how much, again, that's how every movie, like, we got to talk about Oh, every great like, story is. But it's, like, how, like, their Star Wars, they are fantasy, and he wanted to do this thing, and it does, you know, whatever, the first one. But they're kind of fantasy in the way that it has a very clean lines and very sparse kind of settings and stuff, right? And, but that just is, we kind of realized it might have been technology and budget problem for him, you know? I mean, if you look at Fan of Menace, it's like the, the world, it's like science sci fi world, you know. Of course, on this thing's like, oh, this is sci fi city, and you're like, oh, I get it, but it but because of the presentation and how even like Best been how it's very cool and impressive, but it's also very super stylized and clean, you know what I mean? That it's like, oh, this is a choice, or so you're like, this is fantasy, this is Buck Rogers, this is that type well, of yeah, thing, not sci fi
1: within the framework of the star wars universe there's some kind of technology that makes the city float but in terms of what we're witnessing and the spectacle of it it's a city in the clouds you know but then you
2: start diving into what clones are in that world and it just gets different yeah yeah
1: we used to i don't want to know what engines are behind the bespin like floating i don't care what tabana gas does
2: yeah, and but, I think that this the new one handles it perfectly. Hyperfuel—it's just such a generic term, and they just make up a bunch of buzz. Like, yeah, I get it. It's hyperfuel, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's super expensive, I guess. Whatever.
2: All caps. do the,
1: the MacGuffin is the thing that spies are after, and the audience doesn't care. That's that's what Alfred Hitchcock said. The MacGuffin just drives the story. It's not the story. The Marvel universe is is fueled almost exclusively by MacGuffins. That's why Infinity War is kind of a little weird. It's like, well, wait a second. The Infinity Stones actually matter now. What is, what is that like? What does that right.
2: mean? Yeah, they should have been more careful. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's where, to me, the, the Infinity Story breaks down a little bit. It's like, we've been making such a business about protecting those, and Infinity War happens, and he's gathered up most of them off screen. Like, what were those 20 other movies about? If it was that easy to just gather them up into a glove, feels like we've been spinning our wheels this whole time. Yeah, that's it would be almost interesting the problem with, kids... with them having to tell that story, because it's much more interesting when that's driving a different story.
2: I do wonder what kids like—they were, they were ten and now they're twenty—how they view these movies. You know, if they're still fans, do they grow out of them, or they come dumb for them, or what? You know what I mean? Like, are they the Star Wars? Our franchises didn't
1: last this long.
2: I know, that's what I mean. Harry
1: Potter had eight movies. This is 20 movies. We have no frame of reference to know what that's like for kids today. They probably are spoiled as hell about their expectations. Maybe that's where the toxic fans come from. I'm used to getting everything I want. Well,
2: that's what I see these movies in, because like we'll see Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is going to be blind, blind. No, it'll be cute. It'll be fun. And people were like, this is just when are we gonna get over these? I was like, man, I watched, I mean, again, those are those are a little better, but this is even more recent. Those Fantastic Four movies, you know. We saw Superman three, we had a bunch of bad movies. There we didn't yeah, have I a saw good Superman four. Super I couldn't
1: wait to see Superman Four. Superman Four
2: was one of my favorites when I was a kid. <laughs> that shows you the lack of movies. We had so I was like it, we just didn't have them. We just didn't have them at all. We had Batman and Robin and all this stuff. It's like I, to me, it's like I—I I don't know. It's just like the no man perspective on that, you know.
0: We're getting to see older actors for years and years and years. There, every actor was in his early twenties. Now well, our action heroes are in their forties again.
1: Well, most of the Marvel actors were were in their oh, later right. years when they first came on, and now like oh, yeah. Robert that's Downey that's Jr. So is almost like sixty.
0: Right? He? Yeah, we're getting Gregory Peck's again.
1: And the good That's thing about that is getting to see those actors age because you never like think of when Tim Burton's Batman came along, it's like, this is amazing. They did two movies of Michael Keaton, and, and Tim Burton and Michael Keaton were gone. And <laughs> two movies later, the whole franchise was over.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can tell it in RDJ. He's 10 years older. Like, he looks 10 years older if you compare him to that first movie.
1: Well, and you buy that from the
2: character.
0: Right. How old is Scarlett Johansson now?
2: She's like thirty three. Yeah, she, they should probably not...
1: recast her.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's too old.
0: Good
1: night,
2: everyone. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I think her. And Chris, I think I, Chris they brought in with...
1: that Olsen girl. Yes,
2: yeah, she's yes, yeah, she's twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what um Taika's because when you said that he had a picture from that movie, Taika the Joji and the Rabbit movie. I looked at his Twitter and he had it's her, she's in that movie, I guess, apparently. But it's like it's him doing something. This kid, this little Nazi kid's about to attack or something. Or no, it's Scarlett, it's Scarlett Johansson's in the movie. And, um, but he says, he says in his tweet, the tweet, it says, So it's Scarlett Johansson in it. He goes, Can't believe I get to work with Scarlett Witch from the Scavengers movie. (laughs) Here I am, (laughs) here I am teaching her how to use. Captain M-E-R-I-K-A, America's mini-biscuit shield to defend herself from a mini-not-the-attack. <laughs> hashtag Jota Rabbit, hashtag fin- finite, finite war. <laughs>
1: I like He's the back. scavengers.
2: <laughs>
1: Captain America. <laughs> well, I think, you know, and I hope this is true, that those actors probably having a ball. And it's so oh, funny yeah. that the only one breaking ranks is like, well, they say that Chris Evans doesn't want to be Captain America after the tenth movie. Like, well, I guess yeah. that's fair. I think that's fine. That's a good. And you point. can
2: see how he would be the one. I mean, like, because I think he's the one that's the. I mean, I, he's in good shape. All like, but he's just like, I don't. I, I bet just for them, it's physically exhausting
1: have to do that and be that you know what i mean like i was reading this movie uh, this book about superman and they were talking about the toll on christopher reeve because after a while you know you know he was having to fit himself into because they don't they don't have all these padded super suits now and stuff where the guys work out but they're not wearing leotards but back in those days he was wearing tights that's it right so trying to you know Keep his weight down, or get a girdle on, or whatever to fit in. And he's like, at some point, you know, it's just not going to work, and it's hard right. work to try to keep it up. And that was only four movies. Do and RJJ, he just gets to
2: show up. He's like, awesome, yeah, sure, I'd be, it. I can be a smart ass and <laughs> go. Yeah, well, his
1: really, he doesn't have to work out that much if he doesn't want to, because it's, it's all a CG cyber suit.
2: Well, that's what I mean. He doesn't have to work out at all. He just has to be just healthy and
1: like he he doesn't have that that's like like don't get fat but even like they were making fun of chris pratt because he was so cut in guardians of the galaxy it's like
2: yeah now he's like a normal weight like he's a little more normal
1: he's not working out like that like because he's like i can't do that for my whole life right i did that to get this part but now i got it can't be working out like that and another funny. thing with Captain America is you don't want to see Captain America start getting older in the same way of uh, of Iron Man because you want him to be that sort of ideal and he's been so great. Chris Evans has been so great at being that ideal in these movies. I think yeah. seeing the end of his run, like in Avengers Four, is is going to be probably the best emotional payoff of the whole thing. Captain America, to me, is sort of the heart and soul of the whole Marvel universe so far it almost makes me a little worried but then you're like so what so what if the whole thing folds after that everybody's been crying fatigue for like 15 years if it finally happened the worst that would that that might come of it is those people come out claiming to be right but they've been predicting disaster at every turn sooner or later they're bound to be right well at
2: some point like what are we that's kind of what i feel like we're just... we got iron man and some after the first avengers movie it was like we already got this now
1: yeah, like, who cares? we, we get like, more than we ever bargained for. A guy said to me today. He said, "You know why rain dances always work? Because they rains dance until it rains." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's the same thing with predicting disaster. Sooner or later, it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, it's always the last
1: place you look. <laughs> so yeah, because it's the last place you look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm James Cameron. I'm just tired of these superhero movies. Because you'd suck at them. I saw your leaked Spider-Man script. That was embarrassing. That's what
2: I just don't. This is the yeah. you you getting me riled up about all these different <laughs> things because that 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 comment from him is the same thing you hear about these people like from Solo or didn't like Deadpool or just didn't like. I'm not I'm not huge in this Marvel thing. So okay. So what they're doing there, when somebody has to say that somewhere. What they're saying is it's it's not about you liking the movie. It's like. It's about they feel have a different – it's fine if they don't like it or whatever. You know what I mean? But it's them going, I don't feel important because everybody is talking about this thing, and I'm not – I don't understand it or I don't get it. It's like, that's fine. There's a lot of stuff I don't get. Pokemon, other things. Like, you know what I mean? I don't – Yeah, there's a lot of hugely people,
1: successful things that I don't understand.
2: Dragon Ball Z, all that stuff is all I – mean, It's kind of, not to, like, put it all in the Japanese, but yeah. I, I was just, like, a two-year-old two thing. Yeah, I was just like a couple years too old for that, and everybody. That's why when that Pokemon Go and all the stuff came out, people were like, "Oh my god!" It's like, okay, it's like it was a huge thing. For people that are like two years younger than me and younger, you know. And I was like, I don't get this at all. I don't know yeah, what at my it. age it's
1: like. Is that some kind of Japan animation? Like no one. Yeah,
2: we say yeah. yeah Japanimation used to was a fun, say. better name than anime. I like Japanimation. <laughs> we used to say that. That's what, what it was that, That's a, what the title of the video section was. Japanimation. That's what it said.
1: Uh, like a Pokemon. yeah because, but no, so i i've been saying that for 20 years sean
2: but it's people like not feeling relevant or something and getting pissed at other people for it's
1: like who cares it's the strangest thing. thing it's sort of like every now and then like steven spielberg comes out with some new form of film that he doesn't think should be eligible for awards or something weird yeah. like that like i'm gonna make sure that netflix is banned from every award show it's like but that's so dumb like because first of all you're Steven Spielberg a movie you make is going to be in the theaters you don't have to worry right. about that but there are independent people out there and it's a broad market they don't make the movie for Netflix they make the movie and they sell it to who will buy it so you're you're blaming those independent what? filmmakers and you're blaming you're you're punishing those creators for where their creation ended up which is not necessarily I love Netflix. I love that those outlets are there for those creators, and he should too. That's such garbage to to sort of see another person finding an outlet for their work or an outlet for their own success that in in no way challenges you. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you think your movie's the best, you shouldn't care who who can compete. If you're the best, you shouldn't compare. Who you shouldn't care who your competition is. It's only if you can't compete that you should worry about who you put up against. And then you start making rules to keep people out of the game. But that's just that that that's that same mentality of of like I don't understand why everything's superhero movies. It's like, well, there was a time where every year fifty Westerns came out and no one cared. Like every movie that came out was a western for no reason.
2: I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. That's like a cultural. I mean, people just want to be heard and express, and But that's the problem is like there's outlets there that now people can do that. And I was like, before they just weren't outlets and they just had to steal on it and figure out something productive to do. But now that it's there, you can wander in some YouTube channel, like these shows. And like, I don't even like this. Like I always, the big thing, is the, the 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 one I always say is the, um, I use the example I have, like it's, now it's like five or 10 years ago. It's like, where is that? I on one of those music sites and i told you this before and i read it so saw like weezer has a new single i was like that's cool and i had a little listen to it i was like that's cool and i just for some reason while i was listening to it i just scanned down the comments and they're all like this is pretty cool i didn't like it as much i like their first it's the same stuff that's always happened one ghost goes i do not like this song and i will not listen to it i didn't like I like the last three albums and i didn't listen to it like he just went to this rant <laughs> about how he hates weezer and never listens Why to are you him here i was like, what okay then move on. <laughs> like like what are you here for? It's like, why don't you don't go on lifetime never? This thing sucks. It's like for women and I was like, who cares? It's not for you. It's not for you. Move.
1: Well, there's there's a <laughs> distinction there. And and I do think that that's sort of the zealot versus the normal person distinction again, because I posted on some story that was saying fans drove like like toxic fans drove Kelly Marie Tran off. Oh, off of Twitter. Yeah. And 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 I just I don't normally post comments on that kind of stuff at all because of the inevitable, yeah, confrontation. But I but I posted something like, well, those you know the, those aren't real fans that do stuff like that or whatever. I said fans should be quotes some some
2: fans, fans are fans of things I mean, and then and,
1: <laughs> uh, and then like <laughs> the echo chamber effect happened first where people were like 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 yeah we agree with that and I'm like, okay good I, my my worldview is affirmed. And yeah, then there was like the, the inevitable finally, some person came in like, Oh, yeah, so I guess we're all racist and misogynist for not liking that movie, even though it's a shitty character. I was like, You can like or dislike anything you want, even as a fan. But what I'm saying is, it's not the fan's prerogative to attack the person for being involved in the film. You can post a blog all day long about everything you think about a movie or even a person. Right, But when you take it to the level of attacking that person, like, head on, like, that's that's you not being able to stand that that exists in the world. Like, if I don't drink, I'm not going to go to bars and say, you shouldn't drink. Like, I just don't go to bars. Right. Which is not even very accurate for me. But, but I'm just saying, let other people do as they do. But you're taking it to that next level when, like, I can decide and say out loud well i think you're being a jerk but i can't stand on your lawn and just wait for you to come out of your house every day and tell you that that's not fair that's harassment that's not that's outside of my my rights and freedoms of expression and people not understanding that distinction i think that's the real that's the crux of the whole problem
2: yeah but and it, it's that it, true that's one thing and it's it's just changed a little bit because i incorrect. just correct yeah yeah, everything that yeah. you just said is You're wrong. wrong.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, happened, there's a couple of things that are different too now that, that add to that. Is One, I found that people like being mad about things. They just like being miserable because you'll see the same people comment on the same channels like, what are you doing here? It's not even like a continued thing. It's just like, I just like to bitch about this person. I was like, what are you? <sighs> I know. I was like, That's I where don't, my joy comes from. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't I don't get at all what you're doing. And but then also tied to that, because this started before last Jedi for me, this game called Destiny 2 came out, which I enjoyed, but they had the same kind of weird divisive thing happened. But that one is even more unfair. They're like, Well, I played hundred hours and there's nothing to do now. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> like and so it's just a weird kind of one of those kind of things. Like it really is this exactly with that game is the same thing as like the prequels in star Wars, where the the first game was like kind of a mess and they kind of tried to fix it and became this kind of herky jerky mess, like the prequels for instance. And there's a certain portion of people that like that. And they got used to that mess. Right. And when they fixed it, which is like the last Jedi, you know, first awakens, (laughs) these other ones are like, wait a second. No, no, this isn't like that. I was like, yeah, those are bad, by the way, those are not good. But, um, but then that fan base go, I just, I just didn't get it. They they make YouTube videos about this game and all, like, this is over. Bungie, the, who makes it, like this is just terrible. This is just, I was like, stop. There's too many, I don't want, there's too many games for me to play right now. And you guys are worried about this thing. Stop, move on. But I was like, I don't get it. Because then they have their forms and it's just people, I understand the buy-in on Star Wars. And people don't want to leave Star Wars behind, so there's a little bit there. But I still, this was like, this is just a game that's been like, the first one was only like three years ago. How loyal can you be to this game? You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Play another thing. But I'd go and read. Star
1: Wars, they make one every year now. Yeah. So but I read it there. The next for, bus?
2: I was fascinated by that attitude. So I looked in their little form, and it's just all this trash talk, all this stuff. But the attitude that I saw, because some people are just being reasonable like that. They're like, dude, there's a lot of stuff. If you don't like it, then, I mean, or wait for the next thing and see if you like that. It doesn't matter. You're wasting time. What are you doing? And the attitude that I that was even the, the, that surprised me the most, and I think it's the same way with the Star Wars thing. They think they have power in this in a certain way. They go, No, we do not don't listen to that craphead. We will we will not give up. We will get the game we, we want. have to
1: stop them. Get, yeah. Like they're gonna demand like taking like take it a ransom. Solution.
2: I was like, what yeah, are you that's doing?
1: Big thing. Like our go to you know our our fanboy go to was our our reaction to batman versus superman probably the most yeah. vitriolic reaction i've had to a movie in recent cuz even the prequels i just kept my mouth shut like i was just started just yesterday's like... like when we started the t- yeah. the the podcast one of the, one of the tenets of that was we just won't talk about star wars Because it was during the prequel, it was like, we just don't have anything to talk about, and we don't want to talk bad about Star Wars. We just won't talk about Star Wars. Yeah, when did that all change? And it was glorious, and we could could talk about the good and the bad. We're like, okay, now that we're talking Star Wars, I The prequel just
2: let the air out of it for
1: us. It's like, yeah, if there's nothing good, then it's not productive. So the most the, the most hate we've ever had for a movie was Batman v Superman. But <laughs> yeah. the difference is we talked about it here. We, we
0: talked
1: talk talk through it here. Yeah. People talk about how much they like that movie and say, well, it sucked and you're stupid for liking it. We talked about it in our own contained bubble. You can come here and listen and agree or disagree, but we're not going out there and trying to stop people from making more movies. I didn't say fire that well, yeah. Snyder. We didn't run him off of Instagram because we didn't like Batman v Superman. We even said, I think he's a good director. This just doesn't work. This this vision doesn't work. We thought he was the right director going in. It just right. didn't work. But we never took it outside of what is our designated area to, to air our opinions. And that's, yeah, that's the that thing. Is, that's, that's the big thing. Big thing. And that's the thing, too, is like you could say, well, you guys put this out
2: and stuff. It's like, well, we don't have a thousand. Li- we're not doing this to get it out. We're doing it just to kind of process stuff and talk about it. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. It's like, you know, and even the times and like we all like something or you like something more than I do or Greg likes something or doesn't like, like we're not like we're telling people we're wrong. We're like well, that worked for you more and more for me, but I just didn't. I don't know. I just didn't. Maybe it's mine. And that's the kind of thing I always, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I. I, I just, I can't even talk about it. I, I don't know where film criticism is is worth it on a level when it's just for, like, what is it there for? To make you know if you want to go to the movie or not? Because I understand how criticism in general arts, it pushes media forward and then you have a discussion about it. But the problem is I just think everybody's not equipped for that discussion, you know, and it becomes a problem that way. Because in the I past, if you
1: don't know what conversation is, I mean, we will disagree right. with it. Step over each other, interrupt each other or whatever in the normal course of our discussions. But but we still enjoy it. And we still, I hope everybody takes something out. Like a good conversation, everybody brings something in, everybody takes something out. So you're sharing ideas and seeing things in different ways, even if you don't come away agreeing with each other. But I I do think people, and maybe this isn't different. Maybe this has always been this way. There's some people just don't understand the the value of communication on that level. Like, and and that probably does leave them very frustrated, I guess. Well, and there's, I mean, if everything's pass fail and you don't understand why so many people disagree with you, but no two people agree about anything completely.
2: Well, they also don't understand it's art too. There's no objective truth of that. I mean, yes, we, you and I might have taste, or people have taste that match other people's taste, and you feel like, well, we have better taste than them because everybody kind of feels that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and we we can say the art of telling
1: stories, so we we know more.
2: Yeah, we know more than you do, whatever. But whatever, people kind of. You were surprised by the ending of that film. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, well, whatever. But everybody feels. But when it comes down to it, it's like. I just don't it's just a weird thing to argue about. I guess that's what I it's just a weird thing for pro, like I like doing it with you and I like doing it here because it's like in it really is like just how oh, that's interesting that's like we're taking apart an engine and figured out where it broke down, you know, and doing these
1: things like <laughs> this is renamed the podcast a safe space. Yeah, a safe space. <laughs> that's what I really the TV material. It's just a safe space to come in and talk about ideas. But it's
2: like, what business does anybody that doesn't, like, that's just a fan of this stuff have just arguing about these things? They'll, you know what I mean? I guess it's the thing as sports and all that. I mean, this is always, this is the thing. I mean, it's more vicious maybe with those things. It just feels weird with this because it's like, it's art. You know what I mean? In that same way, that sports can be an art, or whatever. But it's like, nope, I'm not telling you this is a dumb movie. They should have done this. They should have had Luke with lights They should have done this. They had Deadpool. He's like, that was a stupid pot. They should have, you're like, what are you? Okay. There's that's no a,
1: other way around it. Your opinion is
2: wrong. But what people don't realize is that if you do that, the only answer you have as a fan is you can free speech, do whatever you want to, like you said, or you make your own shit. That's what started everybody. They saw stuff they liked. They saw that they didn't go, I could do that. And they started. Was well, that. The
1: thing. And I wonder <laughs> if there is a, dis, a disgruntled impulse there. I don't know. That may be ticking. I, I don't. I, I do actually think don't think there I, is an inability to fully appreciate—I won't say recognize, but at least to appreciate nuance and metaphor. And like we're well, saying, like yeah. when you say it's just a story, people think that's reductive because they say, "Well, of course it's not real," but we expect it to follow certain rules for us to be able to relate to it and and to enjoy it. It's like I get that. I mean, we're, so we're not trying to to break that down to say it's all fake and you're stupid to to invest yourself emotionally in it because we do. We we yeah. invest ourselves. But at the same time, you do have to understand that it is metaphor. It's not actually happening. It doesn't follow a specific set of of rules that it that it has has to hit these different beats.
2: And there's no rules for the creation of it. There could be a chaotic process it turns out are. There could be a planned and process so that missteps. does. Yeah, so it's
1: going to be missteps and misfires, and that's okay. Hopefully, they'll uh, that doesn't
2: me. mean they're idiots and should be fired. And so I was like, no, they're just, that's part of. <laughs> this whole thing
1: inevitably the story will outgrow you because the story organically adapts to each new generation one day you're going to get too old to appreciate what the younger generation likes in that story story will evolve you as a person all people will will at some point stop evolving because we get set in our ways you know that's how you start knowing when you get old when everybody likes stuff you're like what is that i don't even understand it that's, right, and that's where the anger and frustration. Comes. I don't even understand well, what, what that is. When yeah, just, that's what I, I kind of you like use your iPhone to Shazam. That it's like I don't know what any of that is. i Feel like it just came out of a pod.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of my point. I think I mean, and contextually overall, this is just a symptom of that everybody has a voice now. Back in the day, you just read it through critics, and that's it. And what did it make of the box office? That's all you knew. Right, and what your friend said. So it's actually a and, good thing. Yeah. So it's... it's,
1: it's a stumbling phase towards a, a progressive goal.
2: And I never get mad at people's differing opinions about this stuff. I don't get mad at Greg for... I get mad. The only time it was Greg or anybody... Like, Greg doesn't do this. So I'm not saying so he... Like you said, he just has his opinions. He's not the bad part of it. He just has that opinion. Whereas the other people, there's just such an anger on these things. I was like, why is this... I don't know. Like, it's just again like yeah.
1: that's the could, part that troubles me
2: the bvs thing we talked about and stuff but i mean we probably went to rants and i get a motive and stuff <laughs> sort of stuff but i could stop talking about movie the rest of my life and i wouldn't care like we are doing it as a way to compare and like i don't and i'm not you know
1: <laughs> and I already taking the high road here Justice it's fine It was okay it's cool and i have an adjusted expectation for anything that comes out of that quarter
2: and i'm looking forward to his fountainhead movie i think that would be very interesting. and cool there's sort of no hard feelings. I don't think he should get fired from things. You know, like,
1: I, I certainly can't but, wait for there to be a Zack Snyder movie that I that yeah. I really like again because he's made several movies that yeah. I really like.
2: Three Hundreds fun.
1: Yeah, well, his Watchmen. A lot of people. Watchmen's good. Getting... Criticized as his Watchmen. I think his Watchmen was mm-hmm. as close as any adaptation could have ever gotten. And Dawn I, of I the Dead's fun. Really good. Dawn of the Dead is a great movie. Uh, a lot of people didn't like Sucker Punch. <laughs> I liked Sucker Punch.
2: I didn't watch all that movie. I need to watch it all. Watch all of it for some reason. I don't know why.
1: But it's good stuff. He did good stuff. I just I get mean, worried that like, you could be an angry fan, but you'll you'll never be as successful as Zack Snyder has already been. It's just
2: it's, it's it's just amazing to me. I, that's what I just more get. It's such a fun. We just it's an embarrassment of riches. We've had two Star Wars movies come out in four months. We've had three marvel movies basically in those same four months right <laughs> or five months right we're about to get another one to the point where like what else is coming out like and we even do that a little bit but you have all this stuff in this time of crazy we live in a time where we can see something as fantastical as dr strange and the idea of them making a dr strange movie that you know 10 years ago 20 years ago would be like whoa really they that's really and we can see that that's pretty good all right it's not my favorite but i like it and move on yeah. The fact that that's in a reality and not like we're being taken for granted, I love it. It's just like, okay, moving on, next thing. And the fact that it seems like the people on these things and these fans are just, it's, yeah, it's kind of the toxic thing. That's what I'm saying. It's its not, I'm not just like complaining about it. this is an issue. It's like, became an issue with people lashing out to people and stuff like that. We have the most anger at this time when we have the most like just fun stuff out there. It's like, well, don't watch that. Then there's another like 80 Netflix shows coming out. And YouTube Red shows now, and and like other stuff. It doesn't
1: matter what they are. Like, this, I've always been this way as a comic book fan. Whereas I may, I like what I like in comics, but if you make a movie of it, I'll watch it because I come from a point where they were rare, but that carries over where, but it's the formula. I don't even want to say it's a formula because the, the movies can be very different, but I mean, people have such a good handle on how to make these movies now that like Deadpool was probably a character that was the least interesting character upon creation. Like there was right. nothing cool about Deadpool. Over the years the comics played with him and made him more interesting and more fun and by the time they finally got to make the Deadpool movie that Ryan Reynolds wanted to make and you know the the all the people who were involved in that film wanted to make then it's an awesome movie. It's like what a great time where you can take a character that I don't care about and give him his own solo movie. And it's one of the best movies. <laughs> like, Cable right. 2 is a great movie. Like, Josh Brolin is playing Cable and Thanos. So in he's the in the movie. <laughs> in the same 2 point week period. 2 <laughs> is he's actually, I want to say little, because I think he's actually my same height. But when he's beefed up, it makes him seem little. Because he's like 5'10", but he's like, right. you know, super guns they showed him and the the walking to the fight the bad guy scene he seems so small once they point it out he's like he's just 5'10 he acts like a really big guy but look at him, little his even his arms look kind of little when they're really accentuated like that with a robot arm but just anything you watch like like when the x-men movies were okay and then they made the wolverine movie and they're like that was all right and but the Deadpool and it was terrible. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. But then one day they make a Deadpool movie that if you are a Deadpool fan, it's exactly the movie that you'd want it. So you just have to, you know, just take what works and, and hopefully what isn't working will come around. But then even if it doesn't, there's so much stuff. There's so much good stuff to be watching. It it is fun to try to even keep up with it all. I saw the first couple episodes of that uh cloak and dagger show. That's I didn't okay. watch that.
2: I did watch on YouTube Red, the next new thing. I watched that Impact show.
1: Now, what is that?
2: That's the Jumper sequel. <laughs> so remember the Jumper movie Doug Liman? Jumper, yes, with Hayden Christensen.
1: <laughs> really? Does I it get, have Hayden Christensen no, there? It?
2: No, it's not like a direct not? sequel. Well, apparently those are just like a series of books, and this is like the third book, and that Jumper movie was the first book. It might at some point. I don't know, but it didn't, because this one's about this girl... With her mom who moved to a small town or whatever, and she's kinda like this rebel kind of girl or whatever. But she um um she gets like attacked, like almost like sexually assaulted almost, and that just brings out this thing in her. It's in that universe where there's some people who are these teleporters and there's these people that are like trying to hunt them down. Just like I in will
1: say- that that is becoming a win referred thing because cloak and dagger. One of the things that brings the girl's powers out is is a guy tries to rape her in an alley. Yeah,
2: that's what happens in this too.
1: That happens way <laughs> too many times, and because not even like. Well, to their credit happen- in
2: this though, it's actually a um, the, it's not like up uh, because I think the criticism if that happened and that was the thing, it's just it's like that was cool. Let's go moving on. She got power. That's the problem. This. The whole thing's about that moment and what it did to her and what it did to the guy who did it who doesn't remember it because he got crippled. Because the way they teleported at first and they don't know how. And she never it never gets to be like superhero-y. She doesn't control it at the end, of the end of the series. It only happens to her when she's in danger and she'll teleport back to her bed or whatever. But at the beginning when she's doing it, she's like, she's almost like a gravity well. And she brings like, she's in the car with him and it just starts crushing the car around them. Like she's having a seizure and it brings chunks of the car and stuff with her. You know what I mean? And crushes his leg. So it's like, it's really just, it's just like a normal little teen drama kind of thing, thrillery, because there's like a, there's also like Ozark. Remember, did you watch that Jason Bateman show?
1: I haven't seen it. I know you said that it was okay, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, that it. was good. But it, it has I like a little bit of like development,
2: small town yeah. drug cartel kind of stuff going on too. So it's like a, you know, it's like a drama thriller kind of thing. But it was, it was thought it was interesting. I like that world where they get these teleporters and it's not as crazy and elaborate, you know. I was thinking about that. I was like, it's something to shoot. I saw that Alex, you might see a little something with her with that. Because like, I was like, I never, why didn't I ever think about this literally on the college? Like, that's such a great thing you could shoot as a short and stuff. It's the easiest effect to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if you want to shoot like a little superhero thing, like you have powers. That's the one you can do. Just teleport people around. It's easy. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, they do more stuff with this, but when when they do it actually effectively, it's a boop, boop, and they come back in, you know? So, well, it, well, that, that was interesting. Yeah, There's so much good stuff. Everybody's, don't get so butthurt. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah.
2: Not the end of the yeah, world. I
1: yeah, I don't want to take away from it if it really bother you. I know what that feels like, but.
2: Yeah, I know. But but they, I, they do,
1: I think that the toxic fans are the ones who are that we're talking about the ones that think that that's a call to action it, it isn't right some things are a call to conversation we we answer that call
2: yeah and i have to temper myself when i'm just thinking about people because you know, i now read like the when i was re- i don't know why i just do it as like as a i'm not doing it to like get revved up but i'll just read comments sometimes just to, sociologically you know you're looking at it, it's like this is interesting so why <clears throat> And I get, yeah, I'll get defensive of Last Jedi once people start crapping on it, but I'm also it's like, it's okay if you don't like it. And I'll see your people with the solo moves, like, well, I don't want to see this because I'm not going to give them, like, stupid, like, and I'll disagree once they cross the line and go, the Kuni should be far, SJW, I'm like, hold on. But there are some that just said, I don't want to see it because I didn't like that and I'm just going to vote with my wallet. And I, I was, you started to get mad, like, oh, that, that's the right expression. You You totally can do that. And it worked, I guess, for some people, right? But it's like you didn't like yeah. something, but and they, you don't. They,
1: yeah, you you're, do if that's you're being heard, because if if that's part of of the the effect that has that has impacted the bo- the box office. But a-
2: even just stopping there, it's like don't you don't need to disparage anybody, you don't need to do anything. But if you want to say that, state that, and that's what you did. Cool, <laughs> that's your power. You have certain things. You don't have the. Yeah, it's just internet stupid. It's a
1: one for one. Yeah, they don't. Nobody would
2: do this crap. And you don't get to see the movie. (laughs) They would never do that to a person in their face. And so, so I just think it's so disingenuine that people. I
1: do think that we're reaching a point of culmination where it is the absolute easiest to directly affect people while still remaining safe and anonymous. Yeah, And and that hopefully. There's a lot of other stuff that's going on that's having more of an effect on that than it should because there's a lot of outside groups that that are trying, and then that's pretty scary that are looking for anybody disenfranchised, and it's even extending into the world of fandom to just right. sort of weaponize that that frustration. So, but the good news on that, if the, if that's really the case, then this seems like a larger problem than it really is because. I just, I just once I, that gets to a boiling point. That's that's it. It, it. There's no further place that it can go when hopes.
2: I just don't like that discussion. Like I just don't like that. Like I, I it, it always bothers me when it, it just slightly moves into just condescension. You know. filmmakers and it's just this attitude like fuck these guys whatever they don't know what they're doing like i i just always like get more defensive i was like okay this thing's hard none of us have made this huge movie before you know like when they get into that things like that's all they had to do i don't know why they didn't do it it's like and we get into that territory too and i find myself like but i get i don't that's the stuff where i start to get annoyed i'm just like okay sure but we haven't so we don't that's not valid then (laughs) like you know what i mean like i just feel.
1: Well, that's the marvel thing that's what that article yeah. was saying that It's like you can call it successful now that it worked, but you wouldn't have been able to say that and And we've talked about this several times on some of the stuff that they've done is like you could easily if anything if any of, of especially some of the stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy hadn't been successful, you could have easily said, what were they thinking? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and sometimes people are a little too uh, too critical of something that is unsuccessful by saying, well, that it was obvious that you shouldn't have done that. Like, well, it I is don't, now.
2: Well, I, this is the thing, and this has been true in the past, but when it's true, you can totally tell. But I just don't like that. They're like, it's like they weren't even trying. I'm like, that's not, they don't care about it. I was like, okay, that's not. And I, again, I will admit I made that, didn't say he didn't care, but I, I've said that Zack Snyder doesn't understand Superman. And I think that's a valid no. thing. I, I think he I made that. The, that's
1: valid. It's like, I think that you're. He cares about that movie. He not, loved it. You know. doesn't work.
2: Yeah. So. It's a well-made yeah. movie. It just. He just. It's just different. He has a different interpretation of it. Maybe. You know, the, the understanding of what I think. I understand it. But. But I just don't like when it gets so dismissive. That's my point. With Zack Snyder. It's like. It's it's mm-hmm. a hell of a made movie. I just disagree with it. <laughs> you know, it's like right. a. Yeah, I, I mean. As
1: far, well, as far as. Watch it on Mute. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's <laughs> looking, But it's got some beautiful visual effects and scenes. But, but you know, whatever. I mean, we all try to, to temper ourselves, I guess. Or should.
2: Well, I think this comes out yeah. just because of like, now. I think it's like, we like, you might know, have been we around <laughs> the well, past, we were already, you know. But now that like becoming real serious, I'm like, hey, let's back away from that. It's like, I'm, well, I, I just want to try already, to be nicer now to things and every, just at least respect the stuff, you know.
1: Every fan is on that. <laughs> Precipice yeah, to, to yeah, enjoy something we do that the
2: all the time. It's
1: important to you, you love it, and I get that. And I guess like, <laughs> it's, it's like you're talking, to with recognize these... that you're on that line and, and not cross <clears> it. I mean,
2: well, it's like we're ranting, just like we did about BVS, or you know, Greg's ranting about Last Jedi, and Greg would agree with this too. It's like, yeah, I don't like it, I think it sucked for this reason. Yeah, like I'm tired of this, like I don't think they did the thing right. Like, yeah, like. All right, let's go burn their house down. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, oh, we no, no, we didn't say that. I just don't like it.
1: Unnecessary <laughs> escalation.
2: And I don't think anybody was real to you that. That's a the, the thing. I'm just saying that's what you feel like. You felt like the. I feel like the tone has changed, in even some of these well, critical things, where it's like, yeah, let's not do this anymore. Like that. Let's uh, not us. I'm just saying, like it's online in these
1: these forums. Yeah, I think the reality that does happen, and that it is still in a minority of cases, is the people that. Do. Death threats and things like that. There aren't. I, I, thankfully, I don't. I don't hear any stories about people actually doing violent things. But that seems to be the point of escalation: is to to make, to sort of foster that fantasy. And part yeah, of that dead fantasy dead is expressed no. in in death threats and and. And I think just, that's a very small. I have to believe that's a very very <laughs> small percentage of people. But but you hear about it because it's a terrible thing. So you so you hear about it a lot more that it happens, and it happens in high concentration to certain people, like like we see with a with, you know killing Marie Tran, where it doesn't take that many people to make that decision to run somebody off. It only takes one person to to harass you to make you feel insecure or unsafe. And right, so it's not that we're saying like like. Most fans, I think, are level headed. I think what the most common fan that I think is toxic are just the ones who are always mad, but they're not necessarily doing anything wrong to anyone, they're just always upset about the movies. And I, and I feel the worst for them. And but that's the, what the, the, the high yeah. toxicity ones, the ones who actually do things against other people, speak against other people to those people in inappropriate media.
2: I like the John Boyd. You see that he just just today. We're weirdly just talking about this. We just kind of wandered into this, but today he posted on Twitter. He said, If you don't like Star Wars or the characters, understand that their decisions, there are decision makers and harassing their actors, actresses will do nothing. You're not entitled to politeness when your approach is rude, even if you paid for a ticket. That's what he said.
1: Yeah, I mean and that's true. It's like if you want to write a blog that you hate that character or that you don't like that actor, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you get to take that to them. That doesn't make it their problem to deal with. Because, yeah, if you hate Rose, don't hate the actress who plays her. She didn't write the movie.
2: The people are just crappy.
1: Some
0: people are. We're
1: we're overblowing the situation because we're just getting sort of... We've covered a a really broad range of of different people. Those are the worst ones that, that take it to that level.
0: Oh, that's cool. He also posted. So that was only he posted that
2: at six o'clock yesterday, p.m. And then eleven forty p.m. He said, "Episode nine, loading. See ya. <laughs> so they're working. i mean, they're starting to shoot episode nine now, which is exciting. That's fun. fun.
1: Yeah, I'll be very happy to see what they do. And I'll actually be very happy to see what happens when episode nine is over, because then there really is a whole new world i think this universe could open up once they're done with episode number. i
2: hope so because i hope they get to like Benny off and wise and make their own thing and then fabros thing this whole thing they need to get out of this timeline i mean i know fabros isn't but i can't wait for like ryan like just get we need to stretch it out so much that other people just stop paying attention you know let's you know like you want to fatigue i want to fatigue i want to smoke them out like just fatigue <laughs> everybody out of this and nobody cares except for the people that like We can just watch it now and not worry about like this being such a huge deal every time one of these movies comes out. Like,
1: or just defile sense of expectation. You don't know going in. You're not entitled to a certain interpretation going in. I like that. I'd like to see something new too. I mean, even if it was George Lucas's macrobiotics. Yeah, why not? Once we're there, who cares? All right. So we did. Yeah, we did talk a bit. Deadpool two.
2: Go see it. Good movie. So, I haven't seen a forward. bad
1: movie this year. We're complaining, We're like, oh, I may have to go. Now they'd be like,
2: good. Quiet is probably... Place is also really good too. You haven't seen that? Yeah, that was a.
1: Oh, I'll have to wait till that's on Blu-ray. It's got to be coming out soon. So I'll just wait on that one. I saw the trailer for the new Halloween movie. It looks decent.
2: Oh yeah, I did. I thought you. Know, I watched that trailer. It's like, oh, that's fun.
1: That it's was my funny favorite. We get excited
2: marathon that we did. That was the best one. Because well, they're was.
1: all Hellraiser's are depressing because they're just not good. At yeah, that
2: was just like yeah.
1: after <laughs> like the the first movie. It's like a Highlander. Like after the first movie, you, there's an asterisk to every one of them as to what you want to That's say in terms of quality.
2: Brutal too. they like
1: and by the ugh. time you're in like the tenth, like they're still making them. They made one since then, and I watched it. I was like, oh okay. But Halloween was super fun. I loved doing Halloween. We at least you got I to, to see that do an episode on it then.
2: Halloween's just fun. Like, and that trailer just got up back all that. Like, I have nostalgia for this stuff. I only watched it three years ago when we did it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever seen all those movies. But now I'm like, yeah.
1: It's fun. It's a total requel because it's basically the same exact story.
2: They said it's the second one. And this is right after the first one. Right. Yeah, well,
1: that's what the trailer says because they say that well, they said
2: they arrested him, him in right? The first movie and he's
1: yeah. been in jail for forty years. But it is made
2: by a fan. It must be because it captures that like just like superhero ness of it. You know what I mean? Weird.
1: Well, yeah, they go into like the prison looks like a. A human weird, chest set. For looks something. like some
2: like weird seventies cubic it, film or something. You are like, what all is these, this? Like,
1: creepy guys giggling. In yeah, jackets. It's, like, it's And
2: then all they bring out the mask, and he's not doing anything, but he's like emanating something out of him that they all start freaking out to. You are like, what is? This?
1: Yeah, it's about to happen. And then he escapes, and he goes to Henfield to kill him. It's the first movie, but it looks fun for that, like because you you realize in all these franchises, like what you like out of a horror movie. Is a repetition of the same basic story over and over.
2: And, but she gets to be fun and like, I wish she gets out every, every night I wish she saves because I want to kill him. <laughs> I
1: was like, all right, here's your chance. Like, he's this. He ruined but, you, didn't he?
2: That's fun. You know, so I was like, it
1: this will be, be fun. cool. And it's another one of those things. If it doesn't work out, like, so what?
0: Yeah, who cares? Because <laughs> <The
1: worst thing, laughs> I went to see the, the, well, I saw the first Rob Zombie one in the theater i only saw the second one because we did the retrospective but those didn't turn out so good
2: yeah that you know what that's what i recommend I'm closing this right now the last thing if you're one of those
1: angry people
2: which you probably haven't listened through all this you got mad if you're it's really if
1: you're yeah,
2: one the regular angry. people are like i oh, can't christ
1: communicating all over the place i thought we were talk about deadpool
2: but i think find you just need to find friends that you can discuss stuff and rip so like because I find we watch stuff like this for even... I find even when we watch... If it's a superhero movie and if it's bad, i was like, oh, we get to talk about this. It'll be fun. Like, like it's not just like disappointment. I was like, let's break this down or even do the reconstructive critic. You know, like, let's try to talk about what we would have done or like what we... Let's try to make this something more
1: positive. Yeah, let's sublimate this into something so we don't we don't have to take this to bed with us tonight. Right. That's one thing we get to do with Solo that that I rarely get to do because, you know i don't i don't see all you guys so it was was fun to actually walk out of a movie talking about the movie in the theater in the car on the way because we never get to do that but the the podcast at least gives us the opportunity to have that same experience and i I do appreciate that because that way like yeah if it's terrible then we'll get through it and if it's good then we'll enjoy it it's fun the ones that are just good aren't as fun that's like we didn't talk about deadpool that much tonight because really it's just good we enjoyed it we covered some beats that the that, that we thought were worth discussing but like we didn't do an episode of fun. Thor Ragnarok because Thor Ragnarok is like my favorite movie. It's
2: my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah,
1: I, I can right now that, and it's on Netflix here in the U.S. at least. So yeah, so I bought it on iTunes
2: too, just so I can have it. I just love it.
1: I kept meaning to buy it, but like now I don't have to for a while because it's on it's on Netflix. But that is such a great movie. So there's not really a whole lot to talk about except to just say, "Wow, isn't that wasn't that such a great movie?" Right so it does have to be a little bit of a balance so so this has been fun for me i hope i hope for the folks at home it has been fun to listen to this um <laughs> but <laughs> you can but. listen to other episodes of tv at my dinner at tv dot com. um we, we talked plenty of star wars tonight but we always talk star wars on cloud city after dark which is currently living on cloud city social dot club um we don't have, I don't know, yeah, I don't know if we're going to talk some Westworld or not. we gotta, we got to work that out, but Westworld's been going by, and we haven't really gotten into that, so maybe we'll, we'll try to cover yeah. that throughout. Maybe when the season's over, we'll talk about that at least in TV at my dinner, but there's some good stuff going on. That'll
2: yeah, that's good. a good, The you juicy.
1: What's a great episode?
2: Greatest um, grabs this latest episode was, I can't even pronounce the name of it. But it's, I, can't it's,
1: tell, I can't say the names of any of the episodes.
2: But it's like it's a perfect one about we, the,
1: the, the ghost nation. Yeah, guy. it's a with perfect mixture a, of like a, a, myth. a wet, all the way through.
2: Episode that has more lore dump too than you could even possibly imagine. So it's like it's not just like oh crazy, they yeah, got this little artsy episode. It's an artsy episode with super amounts of answers and like intrigue to what the park is. And I was like yeah this is amazing.
1: And the pacing of it, it's... It's mythological kind of way. Of, yeah, it's yeah. following this guy. is a perfect mythic journey that he goes he t- on.
2: He's telling the story like it's like an ancient myth, which it is to him. Yeah. It's years and years ago.
1: He's telling it in the Ghost Nation language just so you have that right. feel. Like I'm not even sure what actual language that they speak, but...
2: But that also, he does that for a reason, because you find out... It's just a neat episode. It's just a...
1: It's a good one. That guy's a great actor. He was in... Uh, I think it was the second season of fargo he was one of the bad yeah. guys and, and that was a fun one i haven't seen past the second season but those first two seasons were fun but, but he's a good guy I gotta gotta learn his name we're gonna see him in a few more things he's gonna end up in a star wars movie
2: yeah <laughs> everybody will <They'll laughs> yeah. swallow everybody
1: exactly everyone will be a superhero and in a star wars movie yeah so cool all right good yeah so mm-hmm. we got all that stuff coming up and uh, check out expandinguniverse.club is the blog where we talk about Star Wars. I got I a new blog. I was trying to post after Solo because there was a bunch of stuff about the, the Darth Maul history that I had already covered in the Myth Awakens. So I was like, well, I should just put that out in a blog. And also buy the Myth Awakens, which is on on Amazon. So so that's out there as well. It's a, it goes over mostly the the mythical instances on the Force Awakens. So there you do go. It. Yeah. So yeah, do it right now. You're you're online. We'll kill you. Like, and
2: the solo website, Greg said he was gonna listen to it or read it that night. That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dubious. He said, that. I just bought it, I'm going go home and read it night. But he I didn't buy it, it,
1: so, so, it. So I appreciate that, Greg. But yeah, it's out there. If you buy the print copy, you get the ebook for free with it. So you might want to look at that. Alright, but until until such time as we see you again, I'm Sean. My
2: name is Andrew.
1: I couldn't think of anything. I can't think Just like uh, <laughs> drained. Uh, 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 I guess to Dog grazing.